Get ready. You're listening to Give God 90 live. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. to give god 90 we are live on a thursday night and i was kind of distracted because i realized i got the wrong title on the the speaker app Uh-oh. so <laughs> i need to be i need to fix that here in uh when we're done um thank you everyone for joining us we're live on a thursday night trying to keep the uh technology flowing where it's supposed to be my name is jerry mitchell sitting next to me is the person who has the toughest job in the world trying to keep me straight and that is my wife Myra who is hey there's Pam hi Sean Sean's That's, with us oh Sean's too hi too? Pam I didn't see Sean okay cool um if Myra looks tired tonight she did have her other needle in her neck a while ago so um she's still kind of, and, and the first time you had it done you didn't have a reaction to it but you did this time and she's got some tingly sensations in her arms and her legs and feet and yes i don't know <laughs> sometimes <laughs> killer bees are attacking from the inside out <laughs> so, so anyway oh there we go um how'd you see him before i did um it was here oh okay you're okay you're sneaky in all right i get it <laughs> i get it i get it um I want to welcome everybody. I noticed when I was looking at some things today, we actually we have... We love you too, Sean. We have folks from the Philippines that, that watch us now. So we literally are all over the world. Uh, you can catch us on our website, of course, GiveGod90.com, on our Facebook page at GiveGod90. We're on YouTube on my page. Uh, Jerry Mitchell's got some numbers and all that kind of stuff with it. So just bear with YouTube and you'll find me. Uh, we're on your favorite uh, podcast outlet because it was thanks to Spreaker, I should say. Uh, or you can download the Give God 90 app. There is an app for that as well. It's absolutely free. Takes about a minute to download. You know, that way you get all our stuff. You mm-hmm. can download it, take it with you. And I'm really surprised there's a number of people who actually download these uh, podcasts. That That just fascinates me. Keep um, it coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please keep keep doing it and spread them around. Spread them around. Um, what I want to look at tonight actually is what are you worth to your creator? But before I get to that, I, I found something today, um, <laughs> and it it had me kind of turned inside out for a little while. Turned you inside out too. Um, the mm. the satanic temple has chosen to do something that I hope 
affects, well, not affects, but irritates people as much as it irritates us. <sighs> okay. I'm going to read part of this article because it's the only way I can get through it. Uh, part of the article is actually from the uh, Christian Broadcasting Network. And it says, The Satanic Temple launched a campaign to promote its religious abortion ritual, which it compares to baptism or communion for Christians. Should I say that again just so everybody gets it? Please. Okay, the Satanic Temple launched a campaign to promote its religious abortion ritual, which it compares to baptism or communion for Christians. You know, this just freaks me out. All right? Mm-hmm. And I see Jay joined this. Oh, Marissa's here. Hi, Marissa. Hi, Jay. Um, appreciate you guys Joining us. Hi, let, Tina. Let me let me continue with this. Hi, Joseph. This article, if I get through it, because I really do want to talk about something else tonight. That this sort of kind of leads into, but not. It, it, it's loosely related. But we're going to get really wound <clears throat> up about it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the ritual celebrates the killing of an innocent unborn child by abortion. The Satanic Temple claims the deadly practice follows two of its tenets, bodily autonomy and adherence to best scientific practices. Now, that's, that's their words, okay, as interviewed by whoever spoke to them from the Christian Broadcasting Network. Um, on Wednesday, the Satanic Temple announced plans to challenge state abortion laws based on the claim that they violate its members' religious liberty. Now, it's not in the article, but there is uh, 16 states where these folks are legally in, and they have legally become a, uh, a church. A, they call themselves a non-theistic church. See, Kathy's watching. Now, here's the really, Hi, here's the really sick part about this. They have they enjoy the same uh, uh, tax deductible status is the best way to put it as any church. Okay, mm -hmm. one of the reasons we're not tax deductible That's because it. I don't I don't go for that I don't play that game. But they don't like uh, <laughs> you know they're they're willing to to take your money and say you can donate to us and it does, you know it's tax free. But what they're not willing to do is say, oh, by the way, you know, all the evil stuff in the world. Well, you know how, you know where I'm going with that. I'm not, I'm not going down that road tonight. I promise I'm not going down there tonight. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, they announced plans to challenge their state, the state abortions laws, claiming they violate its members' religious uh, liberty. To fund its pro-abortion efforts, it's raising money through a raffle, okay, the grand prize for those who donate at least $200 is an abortion. So for $200, you can enter this raffle and win an abortion. Win a free abortion. The Satanic Temple will cover the medical expenses of your pregnancy termination. Oh, they've changed the ter terminology. It's not... The pregnancy termination sounds so much nicer, doesn't it? Uh, up to $2,500. The fundraiser states other prizes include... A religious abortion kit consisting of a satanic uh, temple compact mirror and ritual instruction sheet and a 
Thyself is thy master bracelet. Wow. <clears throat> now, here's the yeah the, the the it it gets better from well I should say it gets worse from here, mm. but I'm not I didn't even print out the rest of the article because that right there says it all. If you are willing to say, self, you're more important than anything else ever made or ever evolved, ever was, ever will be, and you get to do whatever you want. Now, one of these folks is willing to say that. You know, I don't have to pray to anybody other than myself because I'm the only one that, that matters. They might have a problem with, with somebody like me who looks at them and says, well, you know what? You have your own little world you live in. So do I. You think it's perfectly okay to murder children? You know what? I think it's perfectly okay to murder murderers. Are we even now? Really? Seriously? Could it be? Here's the thing. Uh, it's been over 20 years ago I made the statement, it won't be very long until some defense attorney uses the argument of postpartum ab abortion or afterbirth killing when a mother murders their children. Mm -hmm. We skipped over that step. I was wrong. We skipped over that step. Now it's just perfectly okay to do it. But how long now before we accept murderous sacrifice of people who've already been born? You know, there's a lot of states now where you, if you take your, your pet that you no longer are able to care for, you just don't like it anymore, whatever it is, you take a pet to an animal shelter, there's states where it's against the law to kill the animal, no matter what they do. You can take a pit bull that's mauled six people into a shelter, they can't, they can't euthanize that, that animal. It's against the law. But it's perfectly legal to kill people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really kind of weird and twisted and sick. I can't say enough against it. I really can't say enough against it. This is about the most perverted thing I had to read today, thankfully. It's bad enough, but it, it was just ugly. Not good at all. And it's kind of, like I said, loosely connected to what I want to talk about tonight. Uh, which is, what are you worth to your creator? Which is kind of connected because, you know, people are willing to give up people, mm -hmm. but the Almighty isn't. Isn't that kind of strange? Now, if you listen to last Monday's podcast, it was only on uh, uh, the podcast outlet. We didn't do a, a Facebook Live. I looked at worth versus value. What's the difference? And... Basically, if you think about the difference, worth is what are you willing to pay right now? You know, uh, if, a, if a screwdriver, I think, is, is the analogy I used. If a screwdriver costs $1.25, okay, that's what you're willing to pay for it, right? Mm -hmm. If it costs $25, maybe you're willing to pay that too. Depends on what you're going to use it for. That's where value comes in. Value is what will something be worth over a period of time? <clears throat> So that $1.25 screwdriver might be really good for Joe Homeowner, 
who simply doesn't use one very much. You know, maybe they change the batteries in something every now and again. Maybe, you know, they, they tighten up a, a, a drawer pull thing or, you know, something like mm-hmm. that. That $1.25 screwdriver is going to work for them pretty good. Right. But if you're turning that screwdriver several times a day and you're getting paid to do it, you want one that's going to last a long time because you don't want to be spending a dollar twenty-five every week for a new screwdriver, right? Right. So that's the that's the difference between worth and value. Worth is what you're willing to pay for it right now. Value is over the long haul, over the long stretch. What is it going to be worth for you or to you? So when we think about that in the aspects of creation. You know, the Hebrew has doesn't have a, a single word they use for value. It's actually two words, and it's bechasef uh, malay, <laughs> and it means at the full price. Okay, it's at the full price. If you're going to do something, if you're going to give the full price, um, you know, Abraham, when he bought the, the field for uh, to bury Sarah, they negotiated. Abraham was willing to pay the full price. He knew he was going to get the value for it in the long run. It wasn't something, um, you know. No, nah, I don't. I'm not going to pay you the 400 shekels. I'll just instead let, let me give you five shekels for a corner. You know, that's not what he did. He want, he wanted the whole thing, mm-hmm. and he was willing. He saw he saw the value in the whole thing. So. It's kind of interesting when we think about value of people, though, isn't it? So, here's, here's something really cool. Christians differ from Jews because... Are you ready for this? And I, I actually really like this quote. It's actually from the, the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. And it says, Judaism, in contrast to Christianity, affirms that humans are inherently pure and good. Now, that kind of doesn't agree with what the Satanic Temple says, does it? Uh, Sin is an inclination or deed, all right? And humans have the ability to resist and initiate his own return to God, who in turn responds with grace. Christians sort of have a polytheistic mindset when it comes to this, because they want to see uh, a value, and, and when we think about what are you worth to your Creator, Well, most Christians are saying, well, it's the blood of Christ. That's what they're going to think. But it goes much deeper than that. Because we are made in the image of God, all right, that puts us at a different level. It's not like um, you can say, well, you know what? You're worth the price of this blood. Doesn't quite work that way. Uh, Jay says on Facebook, this stuff is so against the Father's commandments, how can a party that is part of our government embrace abortion? They do. It's made up of the people who embrace death. I've said that often. Um, the, the worth that, that people put on something, what they're willing to pay for it right now, is different than what it's actually worth over time. And when we talk about people, it's even more different than that. You see, we have some really interesting abilities because we are made in the image of God. We're not just worth one thing. We're worth many things. 
because we have the ability to repent. We have the, the concept in our minds and our hearts. A lot of times people think, uh, well, Christians will say, well, you know, sin is something we, we're, we're born to do it. We have to do it. It's just part of us. But it's not. If we're made in the image of, of God and we say that God is good and holy and pure, guess what? We fit that image. Sin is what happens when you stand in opposition, when you do something other than follow his instructions. Twice, Yeshua tells us, go and sin no more. And he says it like it's just the easiest thing in the world to do. The guy who was crippled for 38 years, everybody remembers the, the woman, right? Right. Most people don't realize he tells this fellow who was crippled for 38 years the same thing. And then he sees him later and he says, look, don't sin anymore or something worse might happen to you. Now, this guy's probably thinking, wait a minute, what could be worse than being crippled for 38 years, right? Mm -hmm. So here's this guy going, well, I better make sure I do my best to follow the instructions the Almighty laid down for me. So, you know, we have this mindset, we've got to get over it, that worth and value are two different things. Here's, here's something interesting. Here's something interesting. What is humanity worth as a collective because you know the sacrifice of Yeshua wasn't just for one person it was for everybody and it goes much deeper than that because what it actually did was it restored a broken covenant so the cost there is not exactly a one-time thing it's like okay you get uh, if you if you mess this up you get to come back, we'll try it again. If you're really, really repentant, if you're really, really sorry for what you did, you get to come back, we'll start over. And you get to do that because, let's face it, we're going to mess up. Mm -hmm. It's just that simple. Yeah. We really are. Uh, in uh, Psalm, I think it's Psalm 51. I should have looked this up. I think it's Psalm 51. Uh, David says that well, David writes, I should say, <laughs> because we can't hear what he says. He, he writes, uh, and in a lot of English translations, uh, I was born to sin, but that's not what he actually wrote. What he actually wrote was, look, my mother, when she conceived me, was a sinner. And that whole passage overall, everything he's talking about, is not that he was born a sinner, he was taught to sin. Okay, we when we're born, made in the image of the Almighty, we're pure and innocent, right? We're we're good, just like what I read a minute ago. But we're taught how to sin. You know, at at, at a very young age, children are taught how to lie. Don't believe me? How many parents teach their kids about Santa Claus? How many parents teach their kids about the Easter Bunny? How many parents teach their kids about the Tooth Fairy? How many parents? You, you get my feeling? <laughs> are you picking up what I'm putting down as the saying is, right? Children are taught how to lie at a very early age. They see it. They learn it. And then we wonder why when we stand there and say, why aren't you telling me the truth? Why aren't they? Because they learned it from the person who's asking the question, more than likely. Here's the really odd thing about this, though. When we think about overall humanity... Are you ready for this? <laughs> what was 
Adam worth? What, what was his cost? Not very much. Adam only costs Eve, right? Piece of his rib is what Eve was worth. What was Noah worth? He was only worth a boat. How about Abraham? Well, he was worth a nation, kind of a little bit more, right? Mm -hmm. Moses, well, he was worth a job. That's what the, the actual cost was. That's what the actual cost was. Now, I don't know what each and every one of you are worth. I know what you're worth, and I can't afford it. <laughs> All right? Oh, thank you. <laughs> what about value? What is your value? If we think about Adam, what is Adam's overall long-time value to the Almighty? Well, without Adam, we don't have humanity. Without Noah, we don't have a new beginning that allows that humanity to continue. Without Abraham, we don't have a way to connect to the Creator. And without Moses, he's the one who communicated the Creator's instructions to us. So what's your overall value? Hopefully, hopefully your overall value... Uh, is more than something that is identified uh, in Matthew chapter 10, uh, verses 11 through 15. If you want to read that, this comes from the International Children's Bible, because I think everybody likes that for some reason. When you enter a city or town, find some worthy person there and stay in his home until you leave. When you enter that home, say, Peace be with you. If the people there welcome you, let your peace stay there. But if they didn't welcome you, take back the peace you wish for them. And if a home or town refuses to welcome you or listen to you, then leave that place. Shake its dust off your feet. I tell you the truth. On the judgment day, it will be worse for that town than for the towns of Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay. So, <laughs> what they're worth is a visit. What they're worth is they get the opportunity to hear the word. Right? Right. If they reject that, move on. You just walk on down the road, buddy, because they are not worth your most valuable asset. They're not worth your time. Think about that. Are you worth somebody's time? That's what he's talking about. That's what he's really talking about. If they're willing to be benefited by what you have to say, there's a mutual benefit coming here, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to take care of you because, remember, he told them, when you go, don't take anything with you. These folks will take care of you. The ones who are willing to hear it are willing to take care of it. Reciprocation. You're going to speak truth to them. They're going to take care of you. Mm -hmm. But if they refuse... Don't give them another second of your time. Just knock the dust off your feet and walk on down the road. Keep on going. When we think about the value, not just to each other, but the value from that we have in holding the Almighty, our worth is our time. His time, I should say. Is the time we spend with Him, do we make, that, do we make ourselves valuable by spending quality time with Him? Do we make ourselves valuable in the long run 
by spending quality time with each other. There are people that we choose to spend quality time with, or time in general with, quite often. But if they are not going to be worth your time, if they're not going to, if, if you're not going to be mutually benefited, your time is better spent somewhere else. So if you're trying to convince someone that they should follow the Creator's instructions, for, for instance, you know, y'all, you know, we can help you if you'll let us kind of a thing. If they're not willing to hear that message, don't worry about it. Because somebody else wants to hear it. Somebody else needs to hear it. Somebody else is willing to hear it. That's it. Now, now, the folks we were talking about, they need to hear it, but they don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hear it because the last thing they want to hear is that there's somebody that they have to answer to. There's somebody that they need to understand where these rules, these instructions, and these laws come from. Really, if you spend your time being the example to other people that you should be, teaching them to be submissive to the Almighty, to be obedient to the Almighty, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to worry about a bracelet that says, thyself is thy master, right? That's it. As, as Haley Scott so abruptly and correctly puts it, congratulations, you're now God, right? With a little g. Mm-hmm. When we think about worth and value and, and how we spend time with each other and how we interact with each other, it should be, and, and hopefully... Uh, I'm not wasting anybody's time when I'm telling them this, right? Because that's why I kind of like keeping these around 30 minutes. Although I did have uh, somebody ask me this week, you know, why don't you do, you know, a couple 90 minutes a week where we can actually get into some depth in this? And I'm like, oh, man, I don't know if I could do that. (laughs) But then I realized how much I can talk. And, yeah, I could. But, you know, that's a different story. Um, (laughs) But anyway, our, your, your time is valuable. My time is valuable, right? Mm-hmm. The time that we spend with each other, the time that we spend communicating to the Almighty, are we wasting His time? Think about this. How many times have you heard... <laughs> there's a good one. How often have you heard someone in prayer and all it is is a big beg session? Oh, Lord, I, you know, we need this and we need that. And can't you do this? Can't you do it? Would you help us here? Would you help us there? You know, Brother John needs this. Brother you know, so-and-so needs that. Sister so-and-so needs this. That's not quality communication. Okay? And, and you have no idea how much I don't want to do a uh, 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 Adam Sandler and the Water Boy. <laughs> You know, that's some quality H2O. Had to do it, though, because y'all know <laughs> where that's coming from. You've got to spend, be, you've got to make better use of the time that you spend with your Almighty if you're going to be more valuable in the long run. Because mm-hmm. the more valuable you are in the long run, the more worth you are right now. Yeah. It's that simple. The, the folks we were talking about from the Satanic Temple and if you have the opportunity and, and you're brave enough mm. 
you can look at some of the stuff they put out just to see where they are and who they are, you might be surprised at who you see is associated with these creep with these creeps. <laughs> Almost. Jail jail appreciate that. <laughs> um you know seriously. You don't have to spend time with those folks. I'm not going to say they're a lost cause, but if they're not willing to listen, if they're not willing mm-hmm. to hear, just move on. I don't think they're going to be willing to hear. No. And and they have every opportunity to turn around. They have every opportunity to say, you know what, what I'm doing here might not fit with where I want to be later. But for the most part, they somebody they trust has convinced them Mm-hmm. Let me say this again. Somebody they trust has convinced them that there is no God. There is no heaven. There is no hell. When you die, that's it. And guess what? If they're convinced of that and you're not going to change their mind and nobody else is going to change their mind, you know, they have the chance to listen to this. That's not all there is. It's just not all there is. There are, I don't know how many different creation type ministries out there um, from Answers in Genesis to Creation Research Institute uh, David Reeves ministry kind of puts them all together under uh, or gives them the opportunity to come all together under his uh, Genesis Science Network which is by the way another free uh, thing you can you can watch if you're interested in creation mm-hmm. they have some really really good videos on there They're about amazing. creation some of them get in, in depth way in depth um, their 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 application of creation to science and God to science is really good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes their theology is a little hokey, but you know that's just individuals promoting their own doctrine, their own uh, denomination doctrine. Um, but they're they're really good. You know, it's a it's a valuable resource to use if you enjoy creation ministry type things. Don't get caught up worrying about people where we know they're going to wind up. If they're not willing to hear the message you're bringing, somebody else is. Mm -hmm. Chances are, in about five minutes, there's going to be somebody else come along with one of these people and say, you you know, with the same message, God's real, just look around, and they're going to reject that one too. It might, you know, maybe the 499th person to, to step up to them and say something, they might listen to. Right. It might take the 5,000th if they get that opportunity. They may never. But the option is always there. Even for us, when we mess up, the option's always there. What we're worth and what we're valued at are two different things. Overall, the Almighty is looking at us for our value to do one thing, and that is build His kingdom. We're not here to build our own individual churches. Mm -mm. We're not here to promote our own individual agendas. We're not here to, to do anything for ourselves. We are here because the most valuable thing we can do is deliver the message the same message that was once delivered to the saints, right? 
Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, and it's getting closer and closer every day. And I don't just say that because I'm getting older. There's a bunch of people out there that can see it coming. And if you don't think you can see it coming... <laughs> you might want to look a little harder. Just just watch the news, because it's out there. Um, I'm going to leave with some really, I think, good news. Because we need some good news after all that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the nation of Israel and the nation of the United Arab Emirates, Saudi Arabia, have an agreement. They're actually going to talk to each other officially and hopefully stop interceding against each other, okay? I really think this is a, is a really good thing because that's going to give some um, Israeli historians and some Israeli archaeologists the opportunity to go into Saudi Arabia and go to Mount Sinai and do a little work there. And I think that's going to be a really good thing. Hopefully they're going to be able to walk uh, and see those pillars of Moses and see Elijah's cave, see where you know the 70 elders waited on Moses, Mm-hmm. See, you know, chances are they're going to be able to see where. I think they're going to be able to find, you know, that spot Moses stood in when the Almighty walked by. So, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. I, you know, if that's not prophecy fulfilled, I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. Where else are you going to see that? So, hopefully, that's good news, and hopefully, a lot of good stuff will come from that. You know. There's just so much going on in the world today. You've got to hunt out the good stuff because the bad stuff is just being thrown out there at you. It is. The bad stuff is just being thrown at you, and that's that's just terrible. You know, when I read this kind of stuff, it and it shouldn't irritate me. What do yes, I care? It what do I care if those people want to go to hell? You know, let them go. Somebody's got to go, right? Yeah, but it's all the other people they're You're, trying I know. to convert I know. to take with them. I know. And but, but the thing is, the, the, they're falling for it. They are. They really are. But it's prophesied that they will. I know. It is. And the sad part, you know, I, the, last, the last thing I ever thought I would be doing would be sitting here speaking to people all over the world saying, you know what? If you live the way your Creator designed you to live, things get a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll see your life improve. You'll see the people around you improve. You, it, that's just the way it's designed, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, is. it does. Jay said it does because I have feelings. <laughs> uh, some days, Jay, I wish I didn't. I'll be honest with you. I wish I didn't. But, you know, I never expected to be doing this. You never expected me to be doing this. No. Um, I don't know. I. It's just one of those really weird things that happen. And it's not weird. Yeah, it is. Because I usually wouldn't say yes. You know, I spend a lot of time saying, no, 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 no. You don't want me to do this. You don't want me to do this. Yes, he did. You really don't want me to do this. And, and he, I said, oh, yes, he does want you to do this. <laughs> and, and when I finally broke down and said, okay, what do you want? And I started getting what what the Almighty was saying. I still didn't want to do it. You know, there's two books out there that I swear I didn't write because those words weren't in me. They came from somewhere else. And 
you know what? The folks that read them, like them, they enjoy them, they, they want to see more of it. And I keep saying, don't say that. I don't want to write another one. I don't want to write another one. Um, truly, I don't. But here, here's, where we're, here's where I want to say, if you think that you're not worth what the Almighty is willing to put in, the work that the Almighty is willing to put into you, you are. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm proof of that. And so are you. If you'll stop and you'll think what he's already done, what has he already done for you? And then think, where can we go from here? Mm-hmm. And it might not be a big house. You might not be like Joel Osteen and ride around in a brand new Ferrari. Okay? <laughs> By the way, there's pictures of that. That's documented evidence. <laughs> no room for grandkids <laughs> in the back of that. There is no room for grandkids <laughs> in the back of that. But what you will have is you, you will have people that actually care about you. You will have people that will, are willing to do things for you. And you know what? That's great, too. But the one thing you're really going to have is the Almighty looking down at you and saying, yeah, you are valuable to me. And that, when, you know, when your time comes, the last, two, the last thing you want to hear, okay, is, do I know you? What are you doing here? What you're looking for, what you're really looking for, is well done, good and faithful servant. So, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully, hopefully you can see the good in the world because there's a lot of bad in it and we need to hunt out the good. Hopefully you can see the value in what the Almighty is doing for you. Hopefully the, hopefully you can see that what's happening, uh, you know, the Almighty's got a lot of a lot of time and a lot of, of things invested. Mm-hmm. Not just in me, but in you as well. So don't forget to hit those likes and share buttons. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? No. Nope. Don't forget those like buttons and share buttons. And we enjoy each and every one of you folks that yes, join us do. either live on Facebook or out there whenever you listen. Because I know the folks on the other side of the world listen later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes... Sometimes it's a week later before I finally get the statistics in, but you know, we I it still blows my mind how many people we reach uh, every we week love doing it. this. <laughs> we love so, doing it. Ladies and gentlemen, have a blessed, blessed week. Keep up the faith, keep up the good work, and don't forget that the Almighty thinks you're worth it. Yes, he does.